Hello everybody this is Surat from the Sparking Entrepreneur so and today we have a wonderful person Pamela Flick with us a money coach financial planner so host speaker and podcast guest author and founder unlock your money power dna blueprint empowering purpose driven women to confidently build wealth from the inside out so with excitement let's welcome Pamela Pamela welcome to the show Oh, thank you so much, Brad. I'm really honored to be here. Awesome. Pamela, let's get started. Before we talk about what exactly that you are doing and how you are helping your people, first let's talk about your journey. What exactly inspired you to become a coach? How did you get started into this profession and why did you choose this career? Absolutely. And my story in terms of my journey that I'm on now actually started about over 30 years ago. Whoa. It actually started with my divorce, believe it or not. Okay. At the time, I had just taken on a great entry-level position in banking and finance, and my son at the time was 2 years old. Now, everything was planned except the divorce, and I had not planned to be the sole provider for my son and myself. And so at the time I didn't have a practical financial plan. My plan mm-hmm. was actually to work really hard so that I could be promoted and in turn I would be able to spend more time with my son. Now, yes, I was promoted. Yes, I had a successful career in banking, but at the ri- the downside was I didn't I wasn't able to spend as much time with my son as I wanted. And I worked really hard and even harder. And so fast forward after a, a a successful career I had an epiphany. I actually felt that I was I felt really drained, not just physically but also emotionally and spiritually mm. from years of overwork. and the stress of working so hard but i really took a step back and i said okay what is it that you really want to do is banking cuz i never asked myself what is it that you truly want to do are you in banking cuz you banking and finance cuz you love that industry or is it just a means to to provide financial security for myself and and my son And so after I got some support, I had a wonderful spiritual teacher and I realized that was not where I was called to be. That I knew always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I had to look at first of all what my limiting beliefs were at the time that were no longer serving me, the fact that maybe I wasn't worthy of the success that I desired. I also felt like a failure at the time because the divorce the yeah. marriage was not successful but I realized that that was not true. I also had to practice forgiveness as well. My my mm. ex-husband was a good man, had a good heart, but not only did I have to forgive him, but also forgive myself. Again, for feeling that it it was a That's failure, clear. but so then I stepped into more education became a certified financial planner practitioner as well as a certified money coach because i truly wanted to start my own business but i also wanted to help other women who mm. were not necessarily engaged around their money or 
coming out of situations where they needed to create the financial freedom that they desire. And so I want to say that I am so grateful for the life that I have now, that I have a, a, a wonderful business, working with clients that I love, feel, doing the work that I feel that I'm called to do, not only with the financial freedom, but also the freedom of time to be able to spend yeah. with my son, other family members and friends, and the ability to create an impact by supporting the causes that I'm passionate about. And I want to say that my son is, he's a wonderful man. He's the light of my life. <laughs> and I have a beautiful daughter-in-law as well. So I am so grateful. Oh. And that's really what, that was the catalyst. And looking back on that situation, the catalyst to putting me on the journey that I am mm -hmm. on today, which is to empower women to confidently build wealth from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting and incredible story. And the most important part here is that now you are happy and satisfied with your life and you are also providing that help, that kindness to your client and other people. Yes, and I absolutely, I love, I really love what I do. And there's a, a quote that I love from the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama said, the Western woman will save the world. And I truly believe that. But one of the biggest objections that I hear from women, especially purpose-driven women, women who strive to live an abundant life, is hmm. that they're not able to bring their unique gifts into the world in a bigger, bolder way because of their beliefs around money. And yeah. if we, what I know is if we can take the fear out of building financial freedom, then mm. that frees women up and just any, everyone in general, but it was in particular because I work with women, it frees yeah. us up to bring those gifts mm. into the world and that are so needed, so needed mm. today. Correct, correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, uh, like how, how exactly that you are helping your client and how it's differentiate what other people are doing. Absolutely. And I think what makes me unique in my approach, first of all, I'm really proud that wherever a woman is on her financial journey, I can support her because I have the money mastery side as well as the practical, the financial expertise in building wealth. But I believe there are three pillars to money that we need to address. It's the spiritual, the emotional, as well as the practical pillars of money. And what I do is I teach my clients to merge all three, because if you think about it, we all know on the practical side that we need to have a budget. We need to uh, maybe create that retirement plan or pay down debt, whatever it might be. But if you know what you need to do, but you're not doing it, then there's something that needs to be addressed in the right. other two pillars. And that is the common problem of every person. They know exactly what they need to do, but they cannot do that. They are unable right. to do that. Yes, but then they're not, they don't understand why they're not doing it. And also I want to share that when it comes to our money beliefs, there are, those beliefs are imprinted upon us as children. You know, we don't think about it. Think about how was money talked about? in yeah. your household growing up? Was it talked about? Was there a feeling of lack or was there a feeling of prosperity in your house? 
And so those beliefs we don't realize are imprint upon us and they are responsible for how we manage our money as adults. Mm -hmm. And it, when we talk about beliefs, it's not only typically it's our parents or whoever our caregivers were growing up, but also there's cultural beliefs, there's religious beliefs. Even the media, if we think about the things that we hear. Yeah, yeah the media, definitely, you're 100% true. Oh, yes. And so all of these influences actually be feed into our beliefs. But the good news is that our beliefs are generational. Mm. They're not ours. And they yeah. can be shifted, right? They can yeah, be shifted. Yeah, Yeah. And the, the first step really to shifting those beliefs is really understanding your current relationship with money, where those beliefs came from, where they originated, how they're showing up, and are they no longer, are they serving you or not? And then how can you shift them to make them more positive so that mm. you can create the financial freedom that you desire? Got it. Got it. Absolutely. Okay, Pamela, uh, tell us like exactly you are only doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching or you have other options like group coaching or any kind of online programs or events. Like how do you operate? If anybody wants to get coaching from you, then what are the options available? Yes, I actually have the entry to working with me is through my group programs. And I do have a signature six-month program, which is Unlock Your Money Power DNA Blueprint, where we take a deep dive and go into, it's actually a six-step process to creating the, the roadmap for creating the financial freedom and impact that mm. you want to create. But I also felt led, I have a second program that I felt led to create because, and well, this is specifically for purpose-driven coaches, it's women coaches, consultants, and service providers. Because I'm around a lot of entrepreneurs and there were some specific areas that needed to be addressed for those particular individuals to help them to be able to become to thrive financially and become the cash confident CEO in their life and in their business. So that's an eight-week course that I have, but my signature program, and that's called Unleash Your Inner CEO. And uh, both of those are group coaching programs. And I do take on select VIP clients where I work one-on-one -on -one with hmm. them. That's awesome. Okay, I got a question. Tell us, I, I believe that this question, like a lot of people have this question. The question goes, in order to become financially independent, should we earn more money or should we save more money? Both. Actually, you want to earn more money because you want to make sure that you are leveraging your unique talents and gifts. Yeah. And then you also, it's important to save money or actually even before that, earn more money is one, pay down debt. You don't want to have excessive consumer debt. And then you want to start to save because, you know, looking at budget, that starts with the budgeting, right? Looking at what are my essential living expenses? Where can I cut back to save more? 
And then mm. once you've done that, then the last thing is to create a wealth building plan because savings is not the same as investing. It's important that we save, right? Because we want to make sure that we have that reserve, that emergency funds, unexpected things come up. It's not going to financially devastate us. But in addition to that, you want to create a wealth building plan by creating an investment plan to get you to where you want to be long term. You have to be balanced between earning money as well as saving the money. And most important part here is that the money that you are saving, that should also goes to the investment and you'll have to have a wealth plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so important because it starts with a spending plan. When you create a, a financial plan, it starts with your spending, right? Because and yeah. cash flow, because it's all about cash flow. If you are spending more than you make, then you're really not able to start to build that. So right. creating that spending plan to include your budget and in that budget, you want to include a percentage that's going to go towards paying down debt, a percentage that goes towards your savings, and then mm. also include the investment in that plan as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So since I am talking with you and I feel like you are the expert in these things at this field, I believe you have like tons of your clients coaching success stories. So I just want to know one success story of your clients, which is nearly close to your heart. Yes. One of the clients that, that is really near and dear to my heart, she, she came, when she came to me, she really had a goal of, she works in corporate America, really had a goal of being able to officially retire within hmm. two years and wanting to uh, transition into her next phase. And for her, the next phase included creating a new business as because she's passionate about health and wellness. So she wanted to create a, a health and wellness coaching business. And she also wanted to move to another country to be, be able to spend part of her time in a different country. Now, when she came to me, she was very fearful about money. Now, although she earned a great salary, but she was in the cycle of paying off debt, incurring more debt in that cycle. And so she didn't really feel comfortable with her financial decisions. And so what we did, we first step is we learned, we talk about where those behaviors came from mm -hmm. by understanding her current, her financial situation. We looked at one of the exercises that I take clients through is a money bio where mm -hmm. I asked them, what was your first memory of money? Was it a positive or negative, perceived as negative? And how did it make you feel? And then we look at different milestones, different ages, and how those beliefs were showing up. So we identified where the beliefs came from, how they were showing up in her life. And then we looked at how she could shift those beliefs, gave her practical tools and techniques to use to shift the beliefs and behaviors in three, the three pillar areas, the spiritual, the emotional, as well as the practical. And so as a result, we looked at, also looked at how her money beliefs were showing up in her business or mm. in her professional life. 
the fact that she didn't feel comfortable asking for what she was what she's worth a raise on on her job and and then once we got all of that in order created as practical plan for her a strategy and action plan in each of the key goals that she has that aligns with her vision and her values. And I'm just so excited that uh, I recently got an email from her and she had a whole list of things that she accomplished recently off her list. And she said, I'm on track to be able to step into that next chapter and so that just warms my heart. And I have numerous stories like that because it's yeah. our the core of our how we're handling money. Then it really just shifts our trajectory in what we want to accomplish. Correct. And as a coach, when you see that your clients is uh, getting result, overcoming that obstacle, and now they are happy with their life, that always gives you, you know, the real kick to do more and help more and more people. It really does. It really does. Because I, what I stand for is no woman should be fearful about mm. with money. And a lot, one of the key things that shows up as a result of fear is procrastination. We have a tendency when we don't know what to do, we don't do anything. And, and that's a decision as well. And the procrastination usually is due to fear, the fear of making a mistake. But mm. it's, that's easily overcome through financial education because the financial education through that, you, it gives you the confidence to make yeah. informed decisions. Correct, correct. And it's like a pretty much needed things if I talk about in this world, like what is happening right now and in this era. Financial education is the most important part because everything is going on. If I talk about inflammation, if I talk about like everything is going in the world. So you have to have educate yourself regarding the finance in order to live a life because everything is interconnected. And if your financial condition is unstable, that always reflects your relationship as well as your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that the financial education, financial literacy gives us the confidence yeah. to make decisions or even Correct. the confidence. Because when I talk to talk to prospective clients, sometimes they may be working with a financial advisor, but they don't feel comfortable enough to even ask questions or know what questions to ask. So by educating yourself and getting the support that you need, that will give you the confidence to yeah. make those good decisions. Correct. Okay, so you are writing your autobiography. You are putting your incredible story into it. How do you name it? I actually would name it, and this is actually a book that I'm in the process of writing. Wow. Um, I would, it would be Zone of Worth. For me, that everything... In my life, I think the overall theme is really about staying in your zone of worth, knowing that you are worthy of all the good that the universe has to offer. And I just truly think that's at the core of everything that we are, we want to do is knowing that we're worthy yeah. and having that big grand vision of how we want our life to look. Not only yeah. our life, but our business as well. So, Got it. awesome. 
That's so great. Okay, so I do not want to end this conversation, but due to time frame, we have to do that. But tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that our people can find you and get in touch with you. Absolutely. I'm on all the social media platforms, but specifically for the listeners, I think the best way to reach out to me is through my website, which is PamelaPlick.com forward slash thank you. That's PamelaPlick.com forward slash thank you. And not only would they be able to reach out to me directly if they'd like to have a conversation, but also there are some free tools and resources that I have available on my website as well. Awesome. Guys, do make sure you follow Pamela, wonderful person with great personality and great journey. And you can reach out to her according to your coaching need by just tap, tapping her website pamelaplague.com slash thank you so that was today's episode of the sparking entrepreneur show pamela for being on the show and it was an honor to visiting you today oh thank you thank you i really enjoyed our conversation thanks again pamela so that's it i am your host subra signing off and you guys have a wonderful day please take care of your health bye guys